Do you ever look at a man and say, damn, I would hit that? Um, yeah, every day. Absolutely. With a car, with a shovel, or a bat. <laughs> Get started. <laughs> what the fuck? Interns. <laughs> Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. It is 6 p.m. on the East Coast, and we are back, ladies and gents, for another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast streaming live on gaytalk20.com forward slash live stream. You can access that live stream by visiting our website when we go live, or you can just go visit and listen to all the pre-recorded episodes that we play after we are no longer live. But anyway, we're back. My name is Tom, and I'm your host, and as always, I'm in the studio with my amazing co-host, starting with the first one. Hey, y'all. Nick or Trish. And what happened there? I and <laughs> I didn't do my warm-ups. <laughs> la, 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 la. Jay Bear, a.k.a. Your boyfriend's boyfriend. I was going to say, mind your business. Mind your business. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> That's weak. I was going to say, girl, you didn't do your, your mouth kegels? I know. Your mouth kegels. <laughs> Doe. Ray. Doe. A deer. A female deer. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Okay, I'm good to go. <laughs> All right. She's good. All right. Well, we're back. Um... And as always, uh, you know, we like to come on and talk about some of the things that have been going on in our weekends. And what? And sometimes in. And sometimes in. You said said come on. Come on. Come off. Come out. Come in. All the things. It's all good. It's all good. But anyway, roundtable. We're going to jump right in. And I'm going to start off with you, Trish, this week because you literally scolded me last week and told me to start with him. Yeah. And then he wasn't ready. So now I'm going to toss it to you. How are you? I'm fine, but my first question to you is, yes, ma'am. what the fuck just happened? Um, <laughs> I, I forgot to change the soundboard to the Gay Talk 20 soundboard. Because, uh, you know, you have different soundboards here uh, on this mixer. So you can, like, for example, if you host multiple shows, you can assign different, like, soundboards so that you could have all the intros and outros for all the podcasts. Oh, proud of her. But I forgot to switch over to the Gay Talk, so when... I hit the button. It was just laughing. That was that was from her OnlyFans. <laughs> exactly, because that's all people do. Laugh no. at me. No. Are you cutting on me for my OnlyFans? She's nasty. Um, oh boy. But anyway, how are you? I'm all right. I'm fine. I had a very long week. As two. as did we all. Yeah, I know you've been working nonstop. So, how are things with the theater? Yeah, things are good, but. This past weekend we had, last weekend we had a show, and this weekend we had a show, so I was there all weekend, all weekend. Um, But overall, it was fine. I just, I'm feeling a little burned out. Well, that's okay, but that's when you, you know, you you pull back, use your time, recharge, and then come back and and do it all over again. I mean, because, I mean, you're killing it. You're making all that money, so Mm -hmm. that's that's what you're there for. Yeah. you better work, girl. I do. That's good. And aside from work, everything else is good? Yeah. Anything yeah. new in your life? Anyone new in your life? How's that butthole doing? 
smelling like sandalwood, I heard. No. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you that, um, what is it called again? The, the butt smoothing cream. From Future Method? Uh-huh. It's, it's a life changer. It smells really good. So they have the butt scrub, right? And then they have the soothing cream for after. Mm-hmm. Scrub all the, you know, what do you call that? What that lube? Uh, there is there's the silicone based lube, the one that you can't actually like wash off because it just sticks to your skin. So you use the butt scrub to get it off, and then you soothe it with a soothing cream. Mm-hmm. It's always good. Yeah, no, I'm actually I'm looking right now to see if um, you could get a loofah. No, oh. if the <laughs> episode I de- did with uh, this queer book changed my life is live. Is it yet? I don't know. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay. Well, she did an episode, uh, which we talked about on the show, mm-hmm. where she had, uh, we had this queer book saved my life on our show to talk about, you know, what they're doing and, and um, how their podcast connects listeners and individuals with people who have written books that have changed their lives. So the individual themselves get an opportunity to actually question the author that wrote the book that changed their life. And it's actually pretty cool and incredible. And uh, Nick had an opportunity to actually share his story on uh, this queer book, Changed My Life. And uh, we're just waiting, you know, for news on on when it's going to be published. I don't think it's out yet. Probably not. It's okay. It's either that or they probably said, no, we're not publishing this Yeah, they probably like went back and listened to it and they were like, no. Yeah, no, no, it's not happening. (laughs) Um, Which is okay, too. I mean, you know, shit happens. I think I cried. I was here. I think I experienced that. You ugly cried? No. No. I mean, generally, (laughs) I am an ugly crier. I will admit it. I mean, that would be kind of messed up if you don't publish it, even if it didn't sound good. Even if she didn't sound good, you got to publish it. I mean, you know, we're waiting. You want to hear it? Hello. So, J-Bear, how are you? Good. Better. Better? Better than most days. Bitter better? Bitter better. Or better better. better. A little better. Uh I guess medication helps with pains, I guess. That's, going, right? that's a plus. Yeah, that's um, a good thing. Other than that, I had some uh, ink therapy over the weekend, so I got a new tattoo. You there. did. Do you so. care to um, elaborate a little bit on what you got? <clears throat> so <laughs> um, I had a berserker tattoo added on my ribcage side. You know, when you say that, right it side. reminds me of something in my childhood. So okay. you, you remember the bazookas we used to build? Yeah. <laughs> and then you, you used to like the cans? fill them up. Yeah, with yeah. the cans and you fill them up with fluid? benzene or yeah. something. The lighter fluid. And then you, and then they boom. So yeah. every time you say berserker, I think of bazooka. bazooka. I got you. Yeah. I know you exactly those? where you were coming. Yeah, mm, I used to course. make those as a kid. Yeah. Damn, you went back. I of course I did. So I used to always remember. I'm like, oh my god, I wish my ass would blow up like that. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> <laughs> because okay. it's the truth. It's yeah. like you know what? Because let me tell you. Um, <laughs> no, we don't need to know. Besides the avocado and mango trees, <laughs> mm. I was born in the U.S. I was born in the state of Connecticut. I was born at a time where nuns were still walking the halls of St. Rayfield's Hospital, where I was born. Right, um, and so when I got an opportunity to move to Puerto Rico, it's like I was already a. Pr- I would probably say I was a teen. I was a teenager. I was 13, 14, you know, around that age, 
going to school and every freaking guy that you ran into in the school was fucking hot. Every single one. So let's just say she had a lot of fun. Oh, we know. Oh, we so know. that's all I'm going to say about that. Yep. And then, you know, I just like, I, I, I don't do well with heat. And so I had to leave. And so I looked at my mom and I said, I thought it was because you were a whore. No. He ran out of guys. I did not. I did not. I still had a lot of people to do and things. Puerto Rico. Um, No, but but I left because it was so hot. And I was used to having my seasons. Like, I love spring and fall. They're my favorite. And there's just no spring and fall. It's always hot. Hot and muggy. And it's like, no matter where you go, you're always sticky. And I was like, I can't do this. And in Puerto Rico, you, you can't wear shorts. I'm sure everywhere you go, you're always sick. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, no, but you can't wear shorts um, uh, in school, right? And so they had uniforms. They still have uniforms yes, they there. Still do. So, and uniforms are long, whatever colored pants the school wants to use, whether it's blue, brown, green, and then a white polo shirt that, you know, comes down with a little collar on it. And I'm like, oh, I no, I see. There's no air conditioning. Are you kidding me? To go from one classroom to the other, yeah. To go, yeah. To go from one classroom to the other, you got to walk out of your classroom outside and then go into your next class. It's all sweat. Yeah, Yeah. it's all alfresco, man. I was, I was one sweaty bitch every day, and then finally, I just said, "My." She kept sliding off her chairs, you know. I can't do this. Butt sweat, Mm -hmm. (laughs) amongst other things. I didn't even need lube. The other things were like Velcro. She didn't do that when she was in school because she hated sitting down in class. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I will tell you a true story. My English teacher actually kicked me out of class. So for three years while I was um, being educated in Puerto Rico, I never took English class because on day two, I started correcting my teacher. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I was going to be smart and be like, I bet you this bitch was correcting her. So I was in middle school at the time, and we were reading a book that had the the material would be something that you would offer a second or third grader here in the U.S. And so my teacher would be like, Okay, students, everybody needs to sit in their chairs. And I'm like, me, see, chair's a singer. You mean chair? And she would get so mad at me. Yeah, that sounds right. Checks out. And so eventually she kicked me out of her class and said, you're not allowed to come into my class anymore. Here's the, here's the keys to my P.O. box. I want you to walk during my class to downtown and pick up my mail, pay my bills, do everything that you do. And that's what I did for three years. Yeah, Puerto Rico's it's easy. very it's easy like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so for three years, that that's how I got my A's in, in English. Uh, amongst other ways. Yeah. It was a she, so no, it wasn't one of those situations. <laughs> However, my <See>? my <laughs> teacher, um como se dice taller. Um shop, shop class. T- shop class. Oh my god. He was fine. He was a little, a little loose. Is that why you're so good around the house? Mm-hmm. He taught me everything I know. Mm-hmm. Everything I, I he taught me how to solder. He taught me how to woodwork. I woodworked. All right. Now, when you say solder and <coughs> woodwork, solder meaning metal and soldering metal, I created oh, like okay. two little toolboxes. I, I didn't know if and, you were being like 
No, I I really <laughs> learned that was how to code solder. For something. Like, no, I had to like wear hot. the little mask. Yeah, you and, make it be hot. Um, <laughs> word, you know, no, but woodworking had many different, you know, um, how would I say meanings? Because I woodworked in so many different fashions. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. She worked the wood, about, all right. Puerto Rico was a very, very fun time. It's a beautiful island. If you ever get an opportunity to go, the people are warm and beautiful, and the food is delicious. And Plen- you know, you always have a good time. Plentiful. Yes, and and people know how to party. We we do know how to party. It's like it's five o'clock in the morning. So what if you got to be up at seven? Suck it up, bitch. Oh no, no. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's how we do it. This, this little gringo over here says no. <laughs> yeah, this little gringo wouldn't even last five minutes under our sun at the beach. You literally would have to cover yourself in like pounds of like sunblock, sunblock. cause you will burn. I know, but eventually I tan. Eventually, yeah. When you leave the island and you come to a, a much calmer sun. No, I've got literally. I've got to burn, and then and then you tan, and then I tan. Yeah. That's sort of like me. Yeah, I get really, really red, and then I'll catch a little bit of color. Yeah, I mean, when I went to Hawaii, girl, she looked uh, good. Oh, real she good. Got, yeah, she, she's been to Hawaii. Well, his sister I, used to live in Hawaii. Cute me. His sister used to yeah. live in Hawaii. Haven't been yet. So, oh, my God. I don't know if you know this, but, um, you know, speaking a little bit about, you know, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico has a frog, which we call el coqui, which typically won't live anywhere else. It's um, it doesn't survive anywhere else. It's yeah. um, how do, how do they call that? It's it's indigenous to the island, right? And so it can't survive anywhere else. However, um, there has been instances in where it's actually hitched a ride, and some of them actually made it to the island of Hawaii. And they have been thriving on the island of Hawaii, and the Hawaiian people don't like it, so they're trying everything they can to actually erod- eradicate the frog. Them. It's one of the smaller islands off the mainland, right? <clears throat> but they've, you know, I, I, I heard the story, and I thought it was something that happened recently, right? It wasn't. It was through it, that. That should happen with the conquistadors, right? That's. 1800s and, and even and even today they still can't get rid of them right because i mean they're they're very they multiply very fast but yeah. they're so for us and it's it's a call very, to yeah, home yeah and it's, and it's uh they don't have a lot of uh predators right natural predators so they thrive li- really well when the temperature and the settings correct for them right tell me <clears throat> oh that? he was he, she was golden brown that was like like five nicks ago Oh, 100%. Oh, that's you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Holy God. Shit. Yeah, I know, but the suntan Even the was hair is good. different. Look at that hair. Yeah. It hair. was going straight she, up. Yeah. People wanted to fuck me back then. Mm. Uh, yeah. I wanted to fuck me. Yeah. I may have, but I was like, yeah, no, she's a hot mess. The craziness. I was just like, no. She may look tan, but that bitch is crazy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Not happening. No, but overall, um, you know, it's a beautiful island. If you get a chance, definitely go. You'll enjoy it. Good food, good people, good times. Absolutely. Yeah. That's un palo viejo. Don't cool. Don't cool. Uh, We're talking about alcohol. Oh, see? (laughs) This is the only thing she knows. (laughs) This is why you would... For that one reason, that's yeah. probably why you would thrive in Puerto Rico. Because yeah. you would walk around the island, Dame Leche, and they would be like, sure, let's go. 
Dame un becho. Beso. Beso. Well, Italian is becho. Becho. Yeah. It sounds like well, bicho. Bicho. <laughs> just dick in Spanish. <laughs> <Makes sense>. Close <laughs> enough. Makes sense. <laughs> anyway. Oh, oh, but that's only in Puerto Rico because bicho in other countries is insect. Yeah, right. It's mm. like a little thing. Ain't that, ain't that some shit? <laughs> Dame un beso. Yeah. Becho. Becho. Mm. Bicho. <laughs> yeah. Dame un beso mi culo. Yeah, yeah that, that's they would totally understand that. Yeah, it would happen. That would be totally acceptable. Yo quiero. Yeah, yo, yo quiero. quiero leche. Yo quiero leche y en, en mi cara. Dame un beso mi culo. Okay. She's ready to go. She's ready to go. <laughs> ready to travel. She'll survive. She'll survive. Y un cerveza, por favor. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Y una cerveza afterwards. Yeah. You don't need a shot or something. Don't cool. Don't cool. Oh my God! <laughs> so, um, all right. So, uh, wow, that was that was intense. That was intense. A lot of uh, sharing. Your so. weekly Spanish lesson. That's right. Gay talk. Absolutely. Yeah. Should we do a weekly Spanish uh, uh, Spanish uh, lesson? Yeah, sure. What do you like, want to teach us today? Well, what would you like to 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 learn? Maybe I'll teach you the, the, the word July. Hold on. I'll tell you what I want to learn. <laughs> Continue. July. July is easy. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to tell you a phrase I want to learn. Oh, you want to learn a phrase? <laughs> I'm talking words. She wants yeah. to learn. She, she's, she's getting bold. She's, she's, she, she obviously has us mistaken for Duolingo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pendeja. She's like, Alphabetica. Uh, they're a duo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're in trouble now. Yeah, you're Scrooged. You're Scrooged. She's looking for something. You got to ask, you got to ask, Nick, you got to ask for Pitorro. Oh, my God. Yes. She'll be dancing naked in two shots. She'll be dead by the third. (laughs) She'll be dead. She'll be buried deeper than what we bury at Pitorro. Yeah. So Pitorro is basically Spanish moonshine and, and they mix it with coconut. No, that and sounds and fruits and cherries and, and raisins tamarind. and cheese. So, so and what I'm hearing is you want me to die in Puerto Rico? No, well, two we shots want you to, of that and you'll party all night. Yeah, pretty much. You'll last until five in the morning. That's that's like having two cans what, of Red Bull. What did they put Coke in it? No, no. it's it's literally Spanish moonshine. It's 150 proof. proof. Yeah. So you, you know, 151 <laughs> Bacardi 151 got outlawed in Connecticut or in the U.S. Oh boy! Oh God! <laughs> She's trying to find the phrase. How Damn. do you professionally no. say? Hold on. Stay in your lane. Thanks for your input. I'll keep that in mind. That's not it. It is, but also like you. I know we're trying. We're waiting. There's Pitorro and there's a. Caña. What is it? Roncaña, Roncaña, which, mm-hmm. which is basically made out of made out of the uh, uh, cane, sugar cane, sugar cane, so right. sugar cane moonshine. Right. That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that falls within your scope of responsibility, but I'm happy to support where it makes sense. Oh, that's that's too many words. Like you lost me. So I'm so I'm happy. <laughs> to, on, that sounds a like a you problem, basically. One. That sounds like a you problem. Stay in your lane. Uh, thanks for your input. I'll 
Thanks for your Stay input. in your lane. Thanks Stay, for your input. Stay I'll keep in that lane. in mind. I'll keep that in mind. Which I use this weekend. Okay. Thanks for your input. I'll keep that in mind. So in Spanish, I would say, Gracias por su sugerencia. Gracias por su sugerencia. 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 Lo tomaré en cuenta. Lo tomaré en cuenta. Did yeah. I say that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Punta. No, punto. Gracias por... <laughs> Por su sugerencia. Gracias por su sugerencia. There's no... You're not speaking yeah. Russian. Yeah. Chris is not here. All right, say it again. Sugerencia. Gracias por su sugerencia. Sugerencia. Gracias por su... Su is a separate word. Gracias por su... And then say... No, 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 no. Gracias por su... Gracias por su... Sugerencia. Sugerencia. Lo tomaré en cuenta. Lo tomaré en cuenta. Mm -hmm. Gracias por su... Sugerencia. Sugerencia. <laughs> Lo tomaré en cuenta. Lo tomaré en cuenta, punto. Punto. Sí. <laughs> punto. Yeah, he had to end up with period. Okay. So, yes, that's your Spanish lesson for today. I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> Next. Be like, Tom, please send that to me again. <laughs> Gracias por su sugerencia. Gracias por su sugerencia. Lo tomaré en cuenta. Lo tomaré en cuenta. Lo tomaré. Lo tomaré en cuenta. En cuenta. Lo tomaré en cuenta. Lo tomaré means I will take it. En cuenta es consideration. Into account. The translation is 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 a little crazy when you're going from English to Spanish, but that's basically what you would say. So funny story. This weekend I had an incident where somebody. For lack of a better term, uh, shared their thoughts on uh, and opinions on something that was not within their purview, and I was like, "I appreciate your input, mm. and I will keep that in mind moving forward." That was it, and I walked away. <laughs> so you and you look at you learning all these new little phrases. See, I I can't do that. This is why I can't like. Well, you know. I feel like that's kind of more of a dig than just like starting like an argument. Well, it like, is. It's almost because, like, thank you, bye. And I just walked away. Yeah, because you're literally <laughs> oh, shutting it down. Somebody else this weekend. Oh, my God. So I had an issue. So I was in a conversation with somebody that is a potential new sponsor. And I wasn't going to walk away from that. Plus, there was nobody else where I was to like manage our donors and whatnot. And so I needed to get something from the box office. And we had somebody come in and like I told them what I needed. And they went and came back and... Whatever. They couldn't figure it out. So I went, I eventually went to the box office and I was like, can you just tell me where these people are sitting? I know they're in row A. I just don't know the numbers. And they were like, no, they're in row H. I was like, okay, again, I'm just going to clarify. I actually know for a fact that they're in A. That's, I had the tickets in my hand. I just don't remember the numbers. And he was like, well, H's can look like A's. And I was like, I literally, like, my jaw just dropped, and I just turned around and walked out of the box office. I was like, what? H's when can has look an like... H ever looked like a goddamn A? When you're drunk, bitch. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> how, is, how is that, like, a, a response? And I was just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> but it does. I mean, you'd be surprised. You know, shit happens. Uh, shit happens. 
Did you ever get an answer to did that you question? Get, did you yeah, get a fix? Yeah, yeah, I went to the other box office and I was like, hi. And she was like, one and three. I was like, thank you. Yeah, can you get me those H's that look like A's, please? Mm. Or those A's that look like H's? I just need to I would know. Been like, can are. you tell me where both of those are at? A's and the H? Well, here's my thing. It's like, okay, <laughs> is that, if, if that is your response to me, what is your response to the public that you're dealing with every yeah. day? Uh, no, mm. sir. My my ticket says A. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. N- not a H. H's can look like an A. Okay. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Ugh. I can't. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's so overall, I'm. I'm just going to say that an A and H look nothing alike. We appreciate your input. Unless you work at yeah. the uh, box. We'll office. keep that in mind. Lo tomaré en cuenta. Um, but, you know, it's... Uh, I want to talk a little bit about how good I've been feeling lately. And I know that it has a lot to do with the weather and light at the end of the day i've been feeling very positive i went out in the yard and i did some stuff um which is good but then you know it's like certain things that are happening uh in today's world are making it hard to really enjoy the the positivity that i was feeling um and I don't want to kick off this conversation during this segment because we've been having a really, really good time. So we'll do that when we come back from break. But we do have to talk about some of the things and address some of the things that have been happening in recent days um, regarding guns and shooting, um, which is something that's very near and dear to our hearts. So I will say this. We've got a couple of minutes before we head to break. So what the hell is that? Sorry. It's Grinder. <laughs> grind her. We don't even know her. Or Scruff. Which um, one is it? Like that stopped you. Silver before. Daddy? Mm. Is that what you're into? I think he goes into um, Puppy for Puppy. Hello Fish or something Hello like that. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What I do is I, <laughs> I go into my app. It's called Contacts, and I, I look up. Old boyfriend. How to damage myself further. <laughs> and he's probably Steve, named Steve, every Steve, Steve. Stefan, Steve, <laughs> Steven, Steven. I don't swipe right or left. I just hit the green button. Just delete. Call. Call. Oh, well, well, that's well, you don't have to. Um. Anyway, where, where was I going? Because, I don't know. Because you started talking, talking about, about Steve. Um, well, no, we'll talk about that when we come back. Um, but but I will say that, you know, in the couple of minutes that we have left, um, we did an entire series um, when Pulse happened uh, that talked about, um, you know, honoring the victims of the shooting at Club Pulse and how we felt that it was important then and it's important now. And it was when we lost 26 educators and you know first and and second graders at sandy hook that it was important to pass and to work towards really achieving sensible gun control reform which still eludes us at the national level to the point where 
um, it's detrimental at this point when we continue to um, over and over again, just continue to have shootings happen in schools and our children keep dying. But yet those in the Republican party and in the far right groups want to focus on damaging and hurting the LGBTQ plus community and banning drag Queens. Mm. And, you know, we're, we're putting more focus and more importance on trying to ban gender affirming care or ban books or ban drag Queens. Yet we still have nine year olds dying at the hands of people who should not have guns. So that being said, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll address that very serious um, debate and that very serious conversation that I think uh, should be discussed. So way to leave it on a high note. I know, you know, it's, it's unfortunately it's what I do. You know how I do. Well, I mean, it's the world we live in. Exactly. So, um, We'll be back. Stick around. All right, ladies and gents, welcome back from the break. Thank you for allowing us to do that. We needed to refresh, recompose, and do all those, uh, you know, good things that uh, we do. But we're back, and we want to jump in. And the question that I want to ask the group here is how many more... How many more do we need to lose uh, before you see some significant changes in the way that this country treats guns and uh, gun control laws and all the things that come with that? I mean, I can't tell you how many shootings that I can recall off the top of my head. I mean, you talk about Columbine, you talk about Sandy Hook, Virginia Tech, you talk about, you know, the two... Pulse, the two recent shootings that happened, Las Vegas, um, you know, we had a, a shooting in a supermarket up in, in, in uptown, you know, or upstate New York. Upstate New York. Uh, it's just in, incredible to me to think that we've had so many shootings and so little action taken as a result of all of these shootings. And I ask myself, what will it take? What will it actually take? So I'm posing the question. Do you think that we will see in our lifetimes? Because honestly, I'm starting to feel like, you know, thoughts and prayers, fuck off. You know what it's going to take? It's going to take literally a law that prevents the NRA from funding Republican campaigns. I agree. Um, you know, and, and and although the NRA in itself is not the entity that it was a decade ago, it still has a lot of pull and clout in, in how oh, it what, pushes for the, lobbying and preventing people from actually um, passing any type of legislation that's significant. The reason they fund campaigns is so they have sway with politicians. Of course. So politicians won't vote for common sense gun reform when they're getting hundreds of thousands of dollars for their campaigns. Right. They won't vote against it. You know, and and what's interesting to me is that, you know, one of the things that I notice is that poll after poll, we've been polling, you know, there are many different sources that are polling people and saying, hey, you're a gun owner. 
tell me what what is acceptable for you and what isn't. And for the most part, a large portion of people are um, for sensible gun control reform. Like gun owners are saying, we want to see, you know, for example, universal background checks. We want to be able to see people who have prior histories not have access to guns. And for us, we're actually fortunate because we have someone in studio that is a responsible gun control owner um and, and jay so i, I want to toss it to you what Hold do you on, think he's a gun control owner he's a gun he's gun a owner. he's a gun owner uh with a a mind for for sensible gun control is what i meant to say um but you know um i'm just so worked up about this it just pisses me off we lost three yeah. three three adults three children all you know in, in a matter of of, of minutes um, again, to to un like senseless death, and so you're you're a gun owner. How do you feel about proposed legislation to to regulate and 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 stop people from accessing guns when they shouldn't have them? I, I'm I'm all for it, absolutely, absolutely. I, and I was looking information up because I you know I was curious because yet again another school shooting, and I went online, did a little research, and. From 1970 through June of 2022, in that time, we have had 2,069 school shooting incidents in America alone, right. which have left a combine of 684, which that number is now high, dead in the time. So if you break it down within that timeline, there have been almost 40 school shooting incidents every year, which breaks down to about three per month. Which is insane. Especially when you have children, grandchildren, right. nephews, nieces that are school-aged. I don't have it's, any kids. And but you have nephews and nieces that are I do, I do. Uh, well, you know, well, I think one or two now at this yeah. point. It, it's still, you know... There was a student who survived a shooting at a high school who then went to college and ended up experiencing yet another mass shooting while in college, all in the span of less than 18 months. And her father was, you know, came on the news and started talking about, you know, how this is the America that we live in. This is what we're going through as a society and, and we still do nothing about it. So as a gun, uh, as a gun owner, Jay, what do you say to those who are hesitant because they feel like, for example, owning a gun and, and your second amendment right to bear arms is, is a thing. And you feel like government is, yeah, it's it's a give and take, right? Um, you know, I've I've noticed that a lot of the people that are gun ho about the First Amendment rights and wanting to own whatever gun they want, mm-hmm. um, even if it's excessively large, right? Um, unfortunately, that's already out there, right? So that that's very little you can do to change that because even if those gun control laws are put into effect. Most of these people that already have those crazy guns out there will be grandfathered in because 
the law always kind of accommodates. So technically, you will stop additional stuff from getting out there, but there's already stuff that's out there that, you know, you don't know where it's going to end up. Right. When that person and passes you don't know or, who or is who's going gonna to end up with it. Right. So, so, I mean, the reform should be put in place. Absolutely. Um, I was reading, I've been looking at articles as they keep coming up. Um, uh, 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 the, what is it? The Senator, the mayor of Tennessee, Lee, mm-hmm. one of his wife's friends was one of the, I think one of the victims that was killed right. at school. Mm-hmm. Right. Even after his press conference, he still failed to mention gun control laws. Right. And Tennessee is one of those states where it's open carry. Open carry. Right. And you technically can buy a gun because they believe that constitutionally you don't need a permit to have a gun. Correct. That you could just, you know, get a gun, whether it's legal or not, and constitutionally you're protected because the constitution says you have a right to bear arms mm-hmm. regardless of whatever legislation or whatever you know policies a state may have in place in regards to making sure that you're licensed that you've gone through the proper channels to train yourself to use this weapon you don't even have to have training yeah, which I, is insane and a lot of the i mean the majority of these people perpetrating these acts right. you know always end up having some sort of involvement or attachment back to these places. Right. You know, um, and, and again, you know, people are always quick to speculate. And, and I know they started throwing out the LGBTQ question out there as well. well I mean, we have to um, talk about that. Yeah. Um, we have to address that. So the Nashville, um, a police say that the school shooter was actually transgender. Yes. And to me, um, while this may be or may not be true, we don't know because we don't have all the facts of the matter yet, right? Um, All we can say is this. It's not about being transgender. It's not about being straight. It's not about being gay. It's about having someone who shouldn't have had access to guns getting control of guns. And then going in and... This happened where? This happened in Tennessee. Okay, so we also have to take into a fact that, you know, in Tennessee... We have a lot of laws restricting education and affirmation of trans, gay, anybody in the LGBTQ plus community. So like I've said before, when we don't, you know, support support and or create an environment where somebody feels welcome and supported, shit like this is going to happen. Of course. Especially when they have access to guns. Even if they're underage. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and the thing and, and is. People are suspecting, you know, that, that this person may have been uh, a victim of bullying for oh, some okay. time. Exactly. Um, you know, and again, it, it comes back to people's mental health. Because come yeah. on. And I'm not saying that that is, you know. It, it's not so, an excuse. No, it's not it's an, ex- not an excuse. But, but it doesn't like, matter whether they're transgender, whether they're white, whether they're black, whether they're green, purple, or blue. But if we keep yep. banning conversation. Right. Yeah. And if we keep banning, like, access to care mm-hmm. for individuals that need it. Right. This will continually happen. I mean, in a study in 2020, 54% of deaths by gun. Take a guess. Where was it? In South? No, I'm talking internationally. Oh, in the U.S.? 
54%. Because we're literally one of the only nations in the developed world that actually have an issue with guns and school shootings and children dying. It's like you don't see this in many other places. I mean, there have been instances in where it has happened, but it's very far and few between compared to the US. I mean, it's it's insane the amount of people that are dying Absolutely. at the hands of guns and especially our kids. And here we are, you know, for example, you you give these right-wing like nutcases like Marjorie Taylor Greene uh ammo to now continuously yes. use for example what just happened to continue to advocate for discrimination against the LGBTQ plus community and using the fact that they're speculating that the individual who perpetuated this horrible, horrible crime was transgender as a means to continuously advocate for for um, transgender people not having access to proper yeah. care. Yeah, they're, they're blaming it on, on her gender identity rather not, rather than, than the, the case in hand. It's Again, it's gun control that needs right. to happen, mm-hmm. and not I, not uh, eliminating gender identity. I I think that's that's as asinine as it sounds. Saying that's going to make it worse. It's right. yeah, but right. it, it's it makes. No, I don't know. Sometimes it just I'm a, at a fucking loss for words with that. Like seriously, nonsense. like I keep asking myself, how many more need to die? How many more kids? It's not even about adults. I mean, and it's tragic that, you know, adults die at the hands of guns. Children, children who are going to school, parents who are bringing their kids to school thinking my child is just going to go to school and get an education. I can feel that I can leave them here safely while I go and work and earn my living so that then when they come home, I can love on my child and then they're gone. And, and, you know, to go back to the historic reason that this is still a problem is the second amendment. Right. Right. And the fact that, you know, this was written into law how many years ago? Um, over to 200 plus. Right. But not to mention, we had assault weapons ban that was actually passed through Congress that expired. They let it expire. Well, the thing, what, what I, the, the point I'm trying to make is that the reason that this exists and should continue to is that the American people have the right to bear arms and stand up against any, you know, territory, uh, authoritative, um, institution that would then take down America, right? And also regulate a militia. Right. If we needed to take arms against our country, that's why it was put into place because that's what we did to create America. Right, to go against, you know, a tyrant and a king at the time. But when you think about, you know, this was 1897, you know, excuse me, 1797, when we actually declared independence and... And, and said, you know, we don't want this and we want to be able to create our own laws and, and be a, a, a government for the people and by the people. In 1791. 1791. 
There you go. So, so, yeah, and again, right-wing media, you know, the New York Post, their headline, transgender killer targets Christian school. Right, right? and and that just um, further perpetuates this hate that is being spread around, right. not only to members of our community, but the Jewish community, the, you know, like the, the black and brown communities are being targeted by bills in states that are really trying to go after everything that's not the, you know, I'm sorry, you, you sit here with us and I love you dearly, but, you know, white people are fucking crazy. Cuckoo. They're, they're nuts. Twitter, Twitter, like hashtag, feel- yeah, hashtag on Twitter, trans terrorism. And it's um, ridiculous. Yeah. And, 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 and then so- listen to this. 98% of such attacks are carried out by men, but some far right politicians, right, are now using this and calling it an epidemic of trans non-binary mass shooters, which was uh, uh, <laughs> Donald Stump Jr.'s, uh, right. as he put it on Twitter. You know? they're, they're exploiting they're this exploiting tragedy. They're exploiting it and, and pushing it to push their agenda and to continue to ban you know all these life-affirming uh, actions mm-hmm. and, and medical care by using this one shooter who identified within the LGBT community as an excuse. Huh. I mean, recently I heard that they were also, uh, uh, um, they were uh, uh, harassing a, a, a right-wing um, politician because he he was for marriage equality. So, I mean, e- even within their own realm, they don't give a shit. If it's carrying out their agenda, they're going to put it in the forefront and any negative news, they're going to fly with it and make it as big as it is. And yeah, you know? We're not trying to take away people's guns. Like, no. again, we've said this so many times on the fucking show. We don't want to take away your guns. What we want to do is put in place programs and plans so that we make sure that people that shouldn't have guns don't have them. And that people that are underage and vulnerable, like potential trans youth that are being bullied and can only see one way out, don't have access to something that could hurt somebody else when they're hurting themselves and they don't have access to affirming care. Well, Taylor Green tweeted, everyone can stop blaming guns now. What a fucking cunt. Fucking I, I hate using cunt. that word, but that's... No. For her, it's appropriate. That's th- because that's one trans individual be, yes, did that. Yes, you can stop blaming yes. guns, <laughs> right? Because, because, right. yeah, every I, again, yeah. again. Unfortunately, uh, I've always said this. You know, politicians don't take action until it affects their household. Right, one hundred percent. You know, then it's an, a national epidemic, or it's it needs to be addressed yesterday. You know? I mean, and you think about all these stories that are coming out today. For example, trans youth and non-binary youth are facing increased risk as they come out, right, um, in today's world. You have, for example, the state of Texas, um, where Republicans are pushing to outlaw LGBTQ pride celebrations in schools. You have, for example, um, states um, where they're trying to advance even more ridiculous trans bans uh, bills um, that make it even harder for members of the trans community to find, um, you know, care that is gender gender affirming. Uh, in, in a sense, you know, you have all of these crazy things happening all simultaneously, all at once, in various different states that you know just are 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 targeting a specific demographic 
and making them the target. And then you have the shooting and you think about how, for example, we lost lives, but what we're focusing on is let's ban, you know, transgender people from being able to actually receive care that might help them. You know, honestly, what I could see happening is a trans gun ban. I wouldn't put it past you, yeah. right? I mean, I, I've always said this, you know, um, you know, you know how they have there we're in America we're all gun ho about, you know, gun rights and our rights to bear arms. All you like I keep thinking to myself, let the black community come out in full force and say we're going to execute our exercise our right to bear arms or the black and brown community or the jewish community come out and say we're we're going to exercise our right to bear arms and i can tell you that legislation will pass in a heartbeat i highly doubt it i would probably think it would because the moment that white fragility feels that oh my god we're losing control they immediately act to put things in place to make sure that they don't lose control. And it's it's a sad thing to say. I hate the fact that I have to say that. But honestly, a lot of the things that we're seeing today, banned on, you know, healthcare, banned on a woman's right to choose, banned on, you know, trying to pass legislation that would ch- save our children's lives are all because, honestly, These senators in Congress and these congressmen and women, mostly white, feel like they're losing Mm -hmm. their grip on the American way of life. It's like, we're not here to take your American way of life. We're here to actually survive just like you. But we want to be able to send our kids to school without feeling like they're going to die. No, but also the country in general needs to stop scapegoating these individuals that are committing these crimes yes they should be tried yes they should be punished but that said the reason this continues to happen is because our government the american fucking government hasn't stepped up and provided the care individuals need whether you're trans whether you're this whether you're that whether you're just a struggling kid in school who's being bullied like there is not enough acknowledgement and care for those individuals. But what they have access to is a fucking weapon that could kill people and a fucking weapon that they think will make their lives better because those people that are tearing them down are gone. Right. And And until that's fucking addressed, the underlying systemic issue of the fact that we don't provide the care and now we're removing fucking care from certain demographics of the lgbtq plus community outside of that the community of color in general like until we actually go back in and provide that fucking care this will continue to happen you don't want us to take your guns away fine then fucking give people care give people the fucking care that they need and acknowledge the fact that they're being fucking bullied and fucking going crazy and that's why these kids are going into schools and killing your fucking kids Right. And it's it's time to fucking step up. It's it's alarming. It's alarming that this is where we are um, in a world where, you know, everyone is looking in like I feel like I'm living in a fishbowl. Right. Where the entire world is looking and saying to us, what the fuck are you doing? And like you're losing child after child. Children are being murdered in your schools and you do nothing and you do nothing where the majority of the American people 
you know, when you when you poll, gun owners are saying we want this, and Congress just sits on it and does nothing uh, because they need money to win elections and do all this. You know, and if they put anything in place, the NRA will lose money. Of course they would, but the and that's is, why they're lobbying. The thing is, the, at the end of the day, yes, we need common sense gun reform, but if they want to avoid that. If they continually want to not make that happen, provide other options. Right. Give schools and, and, and kids the care they need. Stop taking things away and making, you know, uh, school environments or any environment for any individual unhealthy. Yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to face people no matter what that are going to have mental health issues, right? It's going to happen. Right. Um, but we don't need to create them and continually create these instances where these individuals feel like they have no other choice. Right. We're perpetuating opportunities for them to actually take that as their only option and way out. And and if you look at the at the numbers, it's not even just about you know, the mass shootings, because those are devastating when they happen. But the rate of suicide with guns is so high, it's probably about 10% less than, you know, overall gun, um, overall gun violence in general. But that, that is a statistic we need to look at and be like, what are we not doing? Right. Well, what are we missing? I, obviously, that, we know what we're missing. It's money is the the driver here. Yeah, that forty percent mm. versus the sixty percent of all other gun gun violence. That forty percent, right. those are people that need our help. Those are people that could then actually right. move in and you know do a mass shooting because you know they've got nowhere else to go. They they they're lost. Right. And I, I'm not saying these people shouldn't be locked up if they need to be locked up. What I'm saying is. We need to identify and provide right. more fucking care. Right. We need to have the tools. We need to have the resources in place to help identify much faster and a lot earlier um, opportunities where people might choose this path and say, you know what? If we offer this person the care that they need, the psychiatric help that they need, or help with their mental health um, roadmap, right? Um, how do you go from being mentally unstable to mentally healthy again and and provide all of the, the necessary uh, resources? This would be a lot more helpful than not mm-hmm. doing anything about passing any type of sensible gun control. Yeah, yeah I mean, clear, but, sorry. Again, no, again, Fucking Taylor Green, right? Marjorie Taylor Green and Fox News host Laura Ingram suggested hormones like testosterone and medications for for mental illness were a factor in this shooting in Tennessee. Despite no public info has ever been given whether this person was on any type of medication. But right. also, how would they know so, that if that if that child well, wasn't well, actually seeing somebody? Exactly. And then but exp- the thing is, or didn't have is, access. They're, they're, they're using this on their platform again oh, yeah. to blame gender identity reform, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to blame blame the gender identity the, rather than blaming the, the actual the actual problem at hand, mm-hmm. which is guns. Yeah, you know, it, it's again, it's not just another that. way of twisting words around. There's, you know, so, someone posted something. Their Trumpisms are unbelievable. Right. Someone posted <laughs> something and said, you know, a gun is a tool. 
right? Um, something to the effect that that a gun is a tool. When you when you have a hammer, that's a tool. When you have you know um, a book, that is a tool. What the brain decides to do with it is something completely different. Yeah, and um, and it, it spoke volumes to me because it really just puts into perspective how you know we as individual humans, whether we're okay in the cabeza or not, make the the either rational or unrational decision to react the way that we do, but given the tools that we have at our disposal determines how the outcome ends up being. And the fact that we have no legislation whatsoever at a national level that sort of kind of um, helps remove guns and remove people from access to guns that shouldn't have them is just perpetuates the the possibilities of being able to to literally you have a really good chance of surviving a mass shooting and being exposed to someone or another one the very next month or the very next year within a two-year period you can experience multiple mass shootings in the u.s that is a, a really valid statistic at this point at any given venue you can go to the movie theaters. You can be in school. You can go walking around your campus. You can be. The, the thing is, I don't. I don't think we're gonna see common sense gun reform happen. Like, I. I think if if our government really cares or like wants to make a difference, I the first step would be to stop taking away care from people that need it and start actually providing it. And start literally looking at the systemic problem and not just the tool. Right. And all the of these things. The tool is a problem. Right. The tool is a problem. But like you said. It's how you, if you don't have the means to be able to tell, I shouldn't do this. This is not right. I am not. I don't. I, what that, I'm thinking right now is not right. And that person can't get help, but they can get the tool. Right. That's then they the use that tool. So. Start at the beginning and provide the fucking help. Right. And I think there's there's a whole plethora of things that need to happen. We need to focus largely on expanding mental health care Mm -hmm. for individuals. Stop taking care from people who need it, whether they're part of our community or not. Stop attacking our drag queens. They're not doing absolutely shit to anyone other than entertaining and being happy, happy people, number one, and really focus on the problem. You know, it's like you can't kill someone with a gun if you don't have access to it. Plain and simple, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just sad. And so my heart goes out. I'm not going to say thoughts and prayers because fuck thoughts and prayers at this point. It, it's... We're too far gone at this point for thoughts and prayers. That doesn't work. Um, you know, my heart goes out to the family, but I don't have thoughts and prayers. We need to see action. Mm-hmm. These three children, these three nine-year-olds and these three educators and three these three adults did not need to die today or, excuse me, yesterday or the day before, but they did. Mm-hmm. And that is that is what pisses me off the most that, you know, we've had um, in a span of less than a decade have had two of the biggest mass shootings that have ever occurred in the U.S. alone. That was Pulse in Las Vegas, along with all these other small mass shootings and things that have happened in schools where our children are educated. Um, and 
nothing has happened. Yep. And it's sad. And it's sad. It makes me sad. And I, my heart goes out to the parents of these three beautiful souls that didn't get to see or live in a world that could have been limitless and potential, you know, the, their potential was just completely taken away from them um, when it, when it didn't have to. And I, the only, the last thing I want to say is that I want to go back to um, what Jay was talking about. And I think it's important for anybody that listens to the show If you're having a conversation about what's going on with gun control and gun violence and you hear a friend or a colleague say something like, well, clearly it's a trans problem now. Say something. Say something because that's not the case. It's not. It's not. It's, you know, we don't, like I said, I don't know if this person was in fact indeed trans right whether they identified as trans or not um it's it just takes away from the fact that this is a huge issue that we have nationally um that has nothing to do with someone being trans or not it has a lot to do and everything to do with the fact that people who shouldn't have access to guns have access to them and until that changes you know we can't have a more rational and educated conversation around gun control with half of a government body that refuses to acknowledge the fact that 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 it's even an issue because they need to have funds to win win elections and that is the saddest part about the whole thing um and the fact that we lost you know six individuals in this in this latest shooting and you know i wouldn't be surprised if by next week we have another one so that being said, um, I'm done. And just like at this point, I just I just can't think. I don't even know how to react, to be honest with you. When I hear another mass shooting, like I feel guilty that I am numb. Like yeah. I feel guilty that I am numb to You're, the news at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it makes me feel guilty and it makes me feel depressed that I feel nothing when I hear, oh, another mass shooting, it hurts me to think that that's where I am today, but that's how, that's where we are as an American society. It's sad. Yeah. It's sad. It really is. Well, ladies and gents, um, we've babbled on too long. Um, sorry about that, but we need to address that. It's, um, you know, big elephant in the room. Do you want to end on a higher note? Yes, let's do that. So I will toss it over to you because I think you probably have something that will make us all laugh. It's not laughable, but okay. It's, well, it's, is uh, it fun, enjoyable? It's a good thing. Is it animals? No. Okay. No gay <laughs> well, animals? Nah. Okay. Go um, for it. So anyway, so surprising but exciting uh-huh. coming out of Utah. Do tell. The Utah governor signs a conversion therapy ban into law. Nice. You know, and actually, the um, since you mentioned that, uh, Kentucky's governor actually vetoed an anti-LGBTQ um, plus bill. But unfortunately, his veto is never the last word, as you know. You know, it yeah. goes back to... And, but he can veto it again. Yeah, he can. But if then it goes back to whatever... Mm-hmm. They call their state house, whether it's legislature or, you know, uh, assembly, whatever they call it, 
Um, if they pass it yet again, what a supermajority can then become law. But, you know, there are, th- there are people out there that are fighting the good fight, but there's more people standing against us right now than people standing with us and people that are trying to do the right thing. Yeah, there are a lot of anti-LGBT... Legitibitiqua. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm proud bills, of you, girl. Bills that have been introduced all around the country. At you the have state been level. killing so many syllables today in a good way. Like even me. in Spanish. Like I'm proud of you. Um, but no, it's really exciting to see that, especially in Utah, where we know that Utah is um, heavily Mormon, um, that this bill was signed into law um, and it does protect um, people under the age of 18 from conversion therapy with the exception of, um, I believe religious advised organizations, which understandable that makes sense. But at the same time, separation of church and state, but anyway, it's, a ban, and if people do continue to provide care that um, is, for lack of a better term, conversion therapy, um, they would face up to $25,000 in fines and potential jail time. I feel like some of these people would actually fucking pay that shit, and it's until you mention jail time that they'll be like, oh, fuck, you know, we need to back yeah. off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, um, whew, wow, wow. So, I mean, that's a good thing that came out of Utah. No, it's it's an amazing thing. And another great thing that, you know, came out of, you know, down south, which is shocking. Um, but, you know, all we can say is hang in there, stay strong, fight the good fight, support the groups that make a difference in the world, that align with your values, that, you know, support all peoples. And, um, and I think that I hope... I'm hopeful that eventually we will prevail. And one last hopeful thing mm-hmm. coming from the state of Minnesota. Minnesota. So Minnesota State uh, Representative Leah or Lee Frank Finke's bill um, is a bill that was introduced to protect young trans people. Um, she is taking action to make Minnesota a uh, state in which um, trans minors can seek refuge and affirming care. Wow. Awesome. That's great. Awesome. All right. Well, we're going to leave it there. Um, that is all for our conversation today. Thank you all for tuning in. And I'm going to toss it over to my wonderful, uh, amazing friends who sit with me at this table week after week. Um, for On This Day in Gay History and, of course, uh, Mama Kim's Minute. So, Trish, you're up. Thank oh, you. You need of, all of, of your... Fair it is, fair it is, fair it is. All right, everybody, here's Mama Kim's Minute number one. The White Lotus Season 3 is heading to this tropical destination, but there is a twist. Number two, school district bans kids from singing Dolly Parton and Miley Cyrus song because it mentions rainbows. <laughs> I fucking can't. Listen. Number three, this video shows stark difference between drag queens who read to kids and those who protest them. You know what's funny? (laughs) I'm kind of glad they don't show Reading Rainbow anymore on TV. Right? They would have banned that shit. They would have lost their shit. (laughs) They would have lost their shit. So. 
you know, there's that. I mean, there's other crazy things happening in schools, but that's a conversation for like things that are that are being banned. It's a conversation for a whole entire different week. So, Jay Bear, over to you. Okay, and on this day in gay history, uh, our Mark- apologies in advance. She got her eyes dilated today. We'll see how this goes. (laughs) (laughs) On this day in gay history, the first LGBTQ bookstore closed in New York City, March 29th, 2009. The Oscar Wilde Memorial Bookstore in Greenwich Village shuts down due to financial troubles. It had opened in 1967. Yikes. I know that's a downer, but that's the only one I had today. No, well, I mean, but, you know, when you think about it, though, I mean, it closed in 2009, right? And it opened in 1967. So for the better part of four decades, this library was there. Um, And, well, this bookstore, yes. Library of Rome. Bookstore, library, tomato, (laughs) tomato. You go and get books there. Yeah. Um, Most of the pages were stuck, but you know. yes. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Why can't I flip the page? I feel like there's a page missing. Somebody ripped it out. And, 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 and of course, this would be me. I would be like, <laughs> it's not happening. Hey. Oh, but that, I like the taste of this book. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm sorry, Mama Cam. <laughs> oh, Mama, we love you. You know, we love you. All right. Well, ladies and gents, I'm going to toss it over because, you know, I'm going to let y'all do all this talking. I'm just tired. So, I, okay. I guess I'll keep going. That's if you it. love this show, please make sure to, <laughs> to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcasting service. By subscribing, you get the latest and greatest of our show delivered right to your favorite device or web browser as soon as the episode is published. You can also support us on Patreon. With Patreon, you, our wonderful listeners, can help to support the show with a pledged donation. The donations are collected monthly and can be in any denomination of a dollar. Proud of you, even with those dilated eyes. And those dollars are going to the hot tub that I so... What? It is so not uh, like she's been waiting for a hot tub <laughs> yeah she's she's been waiting for that hot tub for like how long have six you lived here? decades no six actually wait 2017 we're in 2023 oh, so well. this is gonna be year seven mm. is it it seems yeah. long is Whatever. it like i, I mean it, it's no probably because we've been doing seven, this show yeah. for six years so yeah. this year will be it's going to be six years. Yeah. It's going to be six years this year wow. that um, I will be here. But yeah, no hot tub. Not from those funds, girl. All right, Jay. What's coming on next week? <laughs> <laughs> you better get that uh, uh, OnlyFans going, Nick. No one wants yeah. to see that. Oh, they're, they're, I'm sure there's somebody yeah, out sure, there that yeah. wants somebody, nothing more my, my than one, someone my who... One subscriber. Yeah. Was, oh, it's probably somebody, a Steve. You can probably take your like, socks off and show yeah, people your, so feet, your feet, and they'll pay for it. Mm. You have a rainbow on your foot. Oh, maybe we, we, oh, we have a second income right. source. Yeah. This we'll might talk, work. We'll talk about it after the show. <laughs> and next week, we welcome, of course, one of our favorites, and... Also, one of the best, because he always sends great messages. Let me tell you, he does. He, he does, Hans and he's very M. generous with his with his um, people. Yes, Hans M. Hershey, like Hershey. the chocolate. Yes, like the like the chocolate. Wonder, 
Anyway, to talk about his new book, Anna and the Lost Zorn. I hope I, pre- I said that right, right? A story of perseverance and how even the most shattering events in our personal lives can evolve into the foundations of something stronger. It is a tale of love and a second cha- and of second chances amid a family tra- tragedy set on, on a small I- idyllic. idyllic island off the west coast of Sweden. And of course, I mean... I shouldn't read that book. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be a hot mess. Uh-huh. But then yeah. you'll sort sort of kind of find maybe find redemption by the end. It can't be any worse than I did. Like I remember reading one of uh, Han's books and I I went on and I sent him a message like how dare you not tell me that, you know, <laughs> he was dying and I'm all distraught and all in my feelings. The One of the few times that I actually read a book and I didn't listen to one and I was distraught. He was like, bitch. Literally, this was his response. Bitch. His death was on page one. You were reading everything else that happened in between that led to his death. He literally described the entire death on on the first chapter, and I completely missed it. Uh, Well, I mean... I, I love though. Hans, but no, we're excited to have him. He hasn't been on in a while. He's been doing, you know, um, some great things. He's written amazing things, and you know, he's written books for adults, book for for um, children. If you look to the back of the studio here, um, we have um, a printout of one of the illustrations that was in one of his children's books, which is amazing. And, um, you know, not to mention, you know, thinking of all the other um, amazing works that he's done. But we're super excited that he's going to be back. He might be a little grumpy because, you know, it's going to be probably like 2 or 3 a.m. in Sweden. I thought he was going to be in the States. Uh, is he going to be in state stateside? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll figure it out. But if he's, in, if, if he's in Sweden, I can expect that he'll be like, you know, you guys woke me up for this shit. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's what we do. Well, we- hopefully you record this time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, ladies and gents, I want to thank you all. Oh, wait, no. wait, 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 wait. Damn, wait. girl. Back up. Nick, over to you. God, wow. <laughs> all right, everybody. Get the Future Method and all other products today. Each time you clean out, delicate tissues are harmed and cells are damaged. But now you can clean out with out hurting your bum. Take confidence wherever you go with the anal powder packs and increase your stretch goals with their newest product, the three-piece anal glass dilation kit. Visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life-changing bum cleanser. No, bum accessory today. Use or share code GTFM and you can receive or give 10% off on all purchases through March 31st, not including bundled subscriptions. That's right. You literally have two days. Two days to get that discount. So Good. make sure you take advantage of it. Um, although we'll probably like reach out and be like, Dr. G, can we extend that a little bit, please? Into April, at least up, up until my birthday. My birthday's coming up. You don't uh, need any stretching anyway. <laughs> nasty. <laughs> Go. Wrong. And as always, it is time to put a ring on it. And I, I'm sorry, this. were you expecting, like, we're typically accustomed to you putting yeah, rings was, on I, something. Yeah. It's like you're marrying everybody in existence. Were you expecting absolutely, something different? Not absolutely not. I just want right, well, to make it. sure you didn't have anything to add. Our show, as always, is available on She's our website. Nasty. 
gaytalk20.com under audio podcast. It is also available as a free download on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher Radio. All right. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Gay Talk 2.0, Instagram, Gay Talk 2.0. You can email us at gaytalk2.0 at gaytalk20.com. Tom, it's going to be rough. Good luck. Well, ladies and gents, if you'd like, you can reach out to us. Just head on over to our website. Click on the Contact Us tab located at the top of your web browser. There you can leave comments, suggest, you know, topics, submit a question for the cast or an individual host. You can also call us and leave us your questions that you may have via voice message. And we'll answer those for you on the show. The phone number is 334-GAY-TALK. And if you need all those digits, you just simply dial 334-429-8255. Don't forget that we do stream live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can access the live stream by visiting gaytalk20.com forward slash live stream ladies and gents that is our show thank you and y'all have a good night bye Adios. <laughs>